Good morning and welcome to the Trinity Podcast. My name is Trip Prince. I'm the pastor at Trinity on the North Side. Today is Thursday, April 23rd, and I'd like to read for us today from Psalm 18. We'll read verses 1 down to verse 19 together. Would encourage you to follow along as you are able. We begin with these words I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so I shall be saved from my enemies. The cords of death encompassed me, the torrents of perdition assailed me, the cords of Sheol entangled me, the snares of death confronted me. In my distress I called upon the Lord, to my God I cried for help. From his temple he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth reeled and rocked, the foundations also of the mountains trembled and quaked, because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils, and devouring fire from his mouth, glowing coals flamed forth from him. He bowed the heavens and came down, thick darkness was under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew, he came swiftly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering around him, his canopy thick clouds, dark with water. Out of the brightness before him, there broke through his clouds hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High uttered his voice. And he sent out his arrows and scattered them. He flashed forth lightnings and routed them. Then the channels of the sea were seen, and the foundations of the world were laid bare. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. He reached down from on high. He took me. He drew me out of mighty waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, we do give thanks today for your word. Thank you for this incredible psalm. I pray that through these words, you would help us to see our enemies, but not only see them, but to see your strength and that you are able to conquer everything that seeks our harm, that seeks our destruction. We thank you that you are good, that as this final verse reminds us that you delight in us and that you deliver us. We pray these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, if I'm honest with you, when I've over the years read the Psalms, I think I've, I've often struggled to engage fully with the range of emotions in the Psalms. I realize my life has not been nearly as interesting as many of these ancient poets and many of these ancient writers, and especially as it relates to what we often find in the Psalms, which is this desperate need for deliverance, especially deliverance from a pursuing enemy. So many of the Psalms seem to focus on this theme. And I think for many years, I've assumed that sort of prayer must be the special plight of kings or military leaders. And while I also hope and pray to have a heart after God, I think the similarities between me and King David are few and far between. I think 
really, I make it a point to keep short accounts, to live in peace with people I know. I really can't think of anyone by name that I would say or classify as an enemy, say they're my enemy. Not at all. I, I imagine most of you listening are the same. And so when we read a psalm like this, how do we read it? From whom then do you and I need deliverance? What's interesting is if you look at verse 17 of what we just read, an enemy is anyone or anything, according to this psalm, that is too mighty for me. That's the phrase they use, things that are too mighty for me. On the one hand, I think it's easy for us to think of the obvious example of the past few months. I think we as humans around the world have battled an unseen enemy. It's taken the lives of hundreds of thousands of people now. It's infected millions more. And by almost every single metric, this is an enemy, this pandemic. It's an enemy that is too mighty for us. You see leaders and officials around the world daily questioning how in the world they will possibly find a way through all of this chaos. And I think for many of us, this moment feels new and it feels novel. But it's good to remember that this is not the first time by any stretch of the imagination that humans have found themselves feeling helpless feeling helpless in the face of a great enemy. I think it's for this reason you can find over the history of the church countless prayers for deliverance from plague, from pestilence, and you see it throughout all the Christian traditions across all the centuries. And I think we should join our voices with them. We can and should pray for deliverance from this pandemic, asking our Lord to be in his strength, one who confronts this enemy, and as he does, brings comfort to us in our weakness. But he, hear me on this. This is the heart of what I want you to reflect on today. Psalm 18 is not just a psalm that we read and then join our hearts to in a time of pandemic. But this is the kind of psalm you and I can read any day, at any time. Whether it's a time of great need and chaos or whether you find yourself in a time of great peace and prosperity. You don't dismiss these types of psalms when life seems to be going well and just come back to them in a time of crisis. Because I think that is a real temptation. It's easy for us to resonate with an ancient prayer like this when we feel this sense of pain or loss or fear or anxiety. We may not always think that we have enemies, but right now we could say we do face this great unseen enemy. But we have to remember, please hear me on this. There are even greater enemies than the coronavirus, and they will persist long after this pandemic runs its course. I think guided by the Holy Spirit, there's a reason why early Christians read the Psalms through a particular lens. These early Christians saw in these ancient poems, these ancient stories of battle, what they saw is a type or a pattern of the same struggle for virtue and holiness that you and I find ourselves in. It's this struggle that every single Christian in every age has faced or is meant to face. And so while you and I may not have enemies in the way that we would traditionally think of that word or think of an enemy, I think there are enemies along these lines that are always present that we have to deal with, that we are meant to battle and to resist. Because who hasn't 
been overcome by anger, for example, who hasn't been so overcome by anger that they feel helpless to hold off its power, who hasn't encountered fear in such a way that it incapacitates you and it leaves you paralyzed. Can you think of moments in your own life where you've had great envy or greed or covetousness where you've longed for the success or the beauty or the health or the material goods of someone else. We could go on and on, but I think these are the kind of enemies that are easy to ignore, but the ones that are easiest to ignore often carry the greatest power over our lives. Sit with that this week. The enemies that are easiest to for you and I to ignore, are the ones that carry the greatest power over our lives. And I think in times of pandemic or in times of plenty, these are the enemies that root themselves into our hearts. They root themselves deep into our lives and they threaten every day to overcome us and to steal away our joy and our peace. And so, as we then today acknowledge our weakness, acknowledge our inability to free ourselves, what we choose to do today and tomorrow and every day that comes after is we turn to one who is mightier and stronger than us and is stronger than our greatest enemies. As our reading closed today, as the psalmist said in verse 19, and we'll close with this as well, remember these words, our Lord brought us out into a broad place. He delivered us because he delighted in us. Cling to that hope today, wherever you find yourself, and may God bless you.